0: Welcome to another episode of Just Keep Trying podcast. I'm your host Kiana Martinez, and today I have Derek Phillips with City Fit Concierge. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to have you. Um, I've kind of been like, honestly, I feel like this is kind of for me. Like I need some health help.
1: <laughs> so, we all can use a little help,
0: right? So. Mm-hmm. It'll be awesome to have you be able to talk to all of us about uh, what you do and mm-hmm. how you got started. Um, start with the beginning. Um, yeah. You've been in Nashville for about seven years, you said?
1: About seven years now. So I'm a Nashvilleian now. <laughs> and I can say this is where I reside. This is not where I'm from, but it's where I reside for sure. Um, how I started with just getting to Nashville is I came here with a young lady about seven years ago mm-hmm. after I finished college, was kind of looking for a place to... Um, kind of set up shop and really mm-hmm. start my career after school and things like that. And Nashville was a growing city that just had everything I was looking for. It checked all the boxes off. So that's part of the reason why I came here and wanted to get rolling.
0: Yeah, sure. that's awesome. Um, you you were an athlete growing up, so you kind of mm-hmm. had that mentality. Um
1: Absolutely.
0: And transitioning from doing that in college to, to finding a career yeah. um, with that, Uh, I know you mentioned your dad helped out kind of directing you in that way, which I love because I feel like my parents are the same. They'll kind of send me little hints if I'm like yeah. trying to figure stuff out absolutely um,
1: big hints my dad sends big hints very clear like <laughs> this is not a hint this is what you should be doing <laughs> but I like how your parents disguise it as hints
0: <laughs> oh I mean I was I was being kind, being, <laughs> kind. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> being very kind like, <laughs> like you're like you're often
1: at 26 <laughs> so you need to do this right More like that like, oh exactly. yeah you're right
0: <laughs> like hey um maybe like know get a job with benefits
1: benefits. (laughs) (laughs) but
0: um yeah so starting this company Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a big move for anybody to start a company how did you um how did you start like where was your um first step that you took to do it
1: so how I started the company first was realizing kind of what the city needed through my kind of fitness and wellness um career. Like me, I was a trainer. I was um, a guy that would train very high in clientele, um, high performer, CEOs, singer-songwriters, things like that. And there was a need and a growth in Nashville. There was residential growth. And I Mm -hmm. saw that with that, there could be kind of this niche fitness and wellness business that could go into these spaces and provide this like luxury, convenient service, things that were a lot different than what the other um, fitness businesses were offering, whether it's a yoga studio, whether it's a... Big, um, big gym like a gold Gym. Mm-hmm. They all are trying to get people to come to them, and me. Yeah. I just saw, hey, there's a, there's a um, opportunity for us to provide a service that's completely opposite of what's going on. So that's kind of yeah. how I started it and how I came to the realization that this was something that was needed in the industry. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I love that so much too because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people get these. Ideas, and I've been guilty of this, where I'm like, oh, that would be really cool if we did this, Mm -hmm. and then, like, you just don't. Like, you Mm -hmm. sit on it, or you're like, oh, well, I don't know where to start. Um, So, when you first started reaching out to these people, um, did you have, like, a a kind of plan set out? Like, did you have, um, Um, like, a formula, or, or were you just kind of growing stuff out and seeing what sticks
1: um kind of all three mm-hmm. so the original plan just didn't work i had to scratch that so there was a plan there was a formula the formula didn't work for my market the things i saw in other areas and then there was a business that was in another city that was somewhat doing what we we're doing but they didn't incorporate massage and mm-hmm. a few other things that they didn't have that we had so what i did was i looked at what they were doing and saw how it worked for their city and things that kind of um that they were doing specifically that would cater to their city, and then I would do pretty much the similar thing in Nashville, but just tweak it to make sure that it catered to the people that were coming here, the people that were already living here, in the growth plan that the city had, essentially. Yeah. So I've see, I did see some people doing something like this, but not exactly the way that we were
0: yeah. doing it, essentially.
1: So yeah, and yeah. I feel
0: like that's that's great. I love, I mean, with any and with any um type of business that you're in, it's awesome to see what people around you are doing and like yeah. the things that are kind of working versus, like, not working, um, some people would say, like, oh, you're just copying somebody, but it's, like, no, if you can take something and make it better, make make it unique to you, like, I think that that's, um, a very strong trait to have and to be able to do, um, when you pick the people who are working with you, like, how do you, how do you pick them? Yeah,
1: absolutely, um, so... We have very strict brand guidelines on the kind of people that we want to have. We have to trust them, first of all, Mm -hmm. because our business model is not like a big gym where I own a gym and I can watch all the trainers training at one time. So Mm -hmm. they have to be very high integrity. So with that comes just us weeding out the people that we want based on just different small tests that we put them through, um, them adhering to certain brand standards that we have, either they're on board or they're not. And nothing that we're asking is completely... Um, unreasonable but it does align with the values that we want to give off to the community and as long as they can come on and adhere to those values because they're values that are just great community passion integrity making sure that you're moving with those values that's how we kind of weed people out. Because we'll see if somebody's not down with one of two of the values. Mm-hmm. It's just not for you. Not that you're a bad person. Not yeah. that you yeah. aren't great at teaching classes. But it's just not a good fit with our business and yeah. the way that we do things, essentially. So, yeah, we just, we're very picky about the team members that we decide to bring on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. that's important, too, because when you're working with people, um, and especially when it's with health and fitness, you're helping them to to change their basically, lives. yeah, like mm-hmm. to better themselves and better their lives and that's something that some people um it takes a while to get to that point when until you're like actually ready to do it and I feel like you can be turned off by um you know just a person Mm -hmm. if if it doesn't you know if they don't fit well with how you're trying to like um exercise or get fit or you don't see eye to eye with them it can be Mm -hmm. like discouraging exactly it can affect the
1: whole company yeah Based on that, I'm not there to see that client not happy, essentially. And that client may go talk to the entire residential building mm-hmm. about that one trainer that represented our brand. So I would be very careful about the people we send that it, because they're an extension of me, essentially. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to get back to um, you. I'm going to circle back to the, the company and all of that. But okay. um, with you personally and, and getting this business started, um, in the beginning, when you had those struggles and, and your original plans weren't working out, how did you get past that? Yeah. Because and, and, it, it can be really um, – especially when you first start something and you're excited about it and then you start hitting these walls, it, mm-hmm. it can be discouraging. How did you get through those and, like, keep, yeah. keep going?
1: Great question. So I like to take it back to um, – my days as an athlete, mm-hmm. so I was a basketball player, and anybody that understands the sport of basketball, you have a lot of games during the season. It's not like football where you have one game every week on Sundays. It's You have a game Monday, Tuesday. You may have a game Thursday, Friday, next Monday, so we were always win, lose, win, lose, mm-hmm. so just like life and sports, it's a roller coaster, so you yeah. literally win a game and you lose a game, and you have to forget about the loss completely and kind of regroup and make sure that you're ready to win that next game. So, for me, I literally look at business like I look at sports, and it's like I've lost, I've won, and mm-hmm. I'm still the exact same person. In fact, I'm probably a better person because I've become more resilient because yeah. of the sports, essentially. So, that is how I kind of look at business. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm there's going to be ups. They're gonna be down. We may go on a six-game winning streak, which is up, 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 up. But I yeah. know there's a loss coming somewhere and I'm just preparing myself mentally for it. Yeah. Not being pessimistic, but just yeah. prepping for it essentially. So yeah. that's how I go about it.
0: I love that. And when you um <clears throat> when you go to like adjust those things, um, is there something that like you do that you think is like a good method that could help mm-hmm. other people with uh, just whether it's just like sitting down, writing stuff out? Yeah. Like if I if I'm doing something that um, not working, I'll kind of sit down and write everything out and just see kind of like, okay, this is what worked. This is what didn't, yeah, you know, exactly. um, how do you process all of that?
1: Yeah. I think self-evaluation. So like realizing, okay, this is what the situation is. This is what happened. How can you learn from it? What did you gain from it? Even if you gained something from it, what can you learn from it? If you lost something if you lost money you lost relationships, you lost whatever it was energy. How can you ensure that this doesn't happen again. So that's how I do it. It's just a mm-hmm. constant self evaluation to learn from. And now, because it's not just me I'm having to evaluate, or it's not just me that I'm doing the evaluation for, it's now a company of 30, 35 people. So yeah. I have to be extra kind of on my game when it comes to evaluating each situation. Like, okay, how can I do this better so it doesn't trickle back and affect the whole company? How yeah. can I do this better so it's not. Putting a bad name on me is affect the company. So me is that constant self-evaluation. And I have to do it, like, a couple times a day. Not just, yeah. like, once a week, the end of the week. But that time, it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it just if got do do it, yeah. yeah. so, again, yeah, sort of like you, just writing it out and yeah. evaluating. I bounce it off certain people sometimes. People yeah. I trust, people that won't judge me, people that know have my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. What we talked about before, family members, yeah. my father, things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, self evaluation and making sure people are around you that'll keep it real with you. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I love that. I feel like you kind of have that in within your business too, with like mm-hmm. the people that you work with. Um, when you um, when you go in to these companies to do these um, fitness things, like how does that go? You guys? Yeah, absolutely. Take equipment. You guys just tell them what's needed, or
1: yeah. So the company first started with just residential buildings us going now we're partnering with corporate offices and hotels essentially so now instead of us just taking equipment to these places which that's not hasn't really been much a part of our um, business model has been more or less going to a building that already has a space created mm-hmm. and us kind of using what they have in that space and making it the best possible space for the residents and yeah. for whoever else wants to join in on the classes. Now we're doing a lot of gym design. So if you see some of these buildings part of why part of the reason why I live up here is to mm-hmm. see all the building and the growth happening, we go in now and design the fitness spaces for the building so that when I do send my trainers in there or send a yoga teacher in there, the space is conducive to fitness classes. So it makes sense for us to do the classes. Sometimes we do classes and the space just doesn't really make sense because it's so small. Now we kind of go in and create it and we pick out the equipment down to the... Last mat that needs to be laid down on the on the gym floor. So instead of us bringing it, we really kind of dictated by designing the entire space. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: love that, and that's so <laughs> cool because that's something that like you wouldn't think um, would be oh. incorporated in all of this. Yeah, yeah. so when you do that like do you just did you have to do a lot of research for it or is that just stuff that you've known just from being in sports and exercise and all of that
1: yeah I think a little bit of both I Mm -hmm. think I definitely had to do my due diligence because I am not by any means a um, developer or even a um, contractor but I am somebody with experience and has been in a lot of fitness spaces and not only fitness spaces, but residential spaces. Mm -hmm. We've done and partnered with over 100 residential buildings, all Class A throughout the Southeast. So my job in doing my due diligence, going to places like Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Miami, Charlotte, Atlanta, and really checking the residential scene there and seeing what those buildings have in their space so that when I come back to Nashville, I'm literally providing the best possible um, kind of first-hand experience and um, evaluation for these buildings. So they can say, hey, in Miami and Atlanta, this is what they're doing. If we want to make sure that we're up with those cities and on that echelon, we need to incorporate two TRXs or two squat machines or one extra squat rack in here because the people that are moving for those cities, they want to know, like, damn, are, are you yeah. guys leveled up? So, yeah. again, I feel like I'm doing my part by helping to grow this city and help taking the city to the next level by not necessarily copying from any other cities, but making sure that we're up there and maybe even taking a step further than these yeah. other
0: places. Yeah, So I love that. I think that's so cool because it's like you get to do so many different things with yeah. your business. Mm-hmm. Um, but Absolutely. you're always exercising. You're always working out. I love, like, sometimes some mornings um, I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing, like, yoga this morning or I don't feel like even, like, I don't feel like waking up early because mm-hmm. I don't have anything until later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll, like, hop on Instagram and there's a few people that I follow who um, motivate me and I always love seeing your stuff because you're always like up early and you're always just like with good energy and Mm -hmm. like, let's get it, let's go. And like, I'll just be like, all right, let's get it." it. Got to get out of bed. like Go get it. You like, know, everybody's working. Derek's
1: screaming, you know? I can crawl out of there real quick. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like...
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could be a little motivation for you.
0: Yeah, thanks. Bit. Yeah, if you guys want to follow him, make sure you guys follow him, because it helps.
1: Body by Billups. <laughs> B-O-D-Y. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect. Um, so you just uh, posted about this mm-hmm. new... Um, project that you're launching with um, healthy vending machines. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. So I've partnered with a company called um, Achieve Health. And what we do is, is we, they currently already have some vending machines already in the city, Mm -hmm. but me with the partnerships and relationships that I've cultivated over the last two to three years with the residential market, the hospitality market, even the um, corporate market, we're going to try to where well, we're going to be getting some of these vending machines into some of the partners. Because for me, fitness and wellness is more than just working out and providing yoga classes and personal training people. The health and wellness, the um, nutrition side of it is such a big piece, but it gets neglected. And mm-hmm. people in these residential buildings downtown, it's hard for them with the traffic and things like that, trying to get out and get to a Whole Foods, get to a Trader Joe's. So why not use a healthy vending machine that gets their products from the same market that a Whole Foods would or a Trader Joe's would? And literally, so we're not just putting the vending machines in these buildings, we're actually sending surveys out to the residents and making sure that we're gathering the exact um, types of foods that they want in the vending machine so that we can hold them accountable to the healthy lifestyle essentially. So that's what we're doing and we're going to be doing that in about 10 to 15 residential buildings here downtown and then we're also going to grow that to more corporate offices and see kind of where the hospitality market goes it's a little harder with the hotels because it's harder to send the surveys out because it's a yeah. constant turnaround to people mm-hmm. but we're going to figure that one out as well so that's the vending machine stuff and it's a big difference because we're not selling Coca-Colas and Reese's but <laughs> Reese's are good though don't get me right? wrong
0: <laughs> it's protein and peanut butter yeah they're protein and
1: peanut butter Really,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> isn't
1: it just protein and some sugar in there too
0: <laughs> so you need a you need healthy you need amount the sugar. of sugar you do you do need a
1: healthy amount of sugar
0: <laughs> um, I love this idea about these vending machines though like I'm a huge snacker anybody who knows me knows that I always snack, have snack. snacks with me mm-hmm. um, my roommate makes fun of me because I usually have about like <laughs> three drinks at a time like I'll have like a tea or a coffee <laughs> and like a water and like a, a tea yeah, like a, bunch of a, snacks. a nice cold tea mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I've been trying to like eat healthier and I've been trying a lot of different healthier snacks so I feel like when I go into the grocery store, I'm like, I have no idea what to grab. Mm-hmm. And if I were to be able to have just like a vending machine that like tells me, yeah, they <laughs> like, are. here are the match. things, yeah, like that would be amazing. I would mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Um, it's such a great idea. And I loved when I saw it yesterday, I was like, this is yeah. awesome. Like, I Appreciate can't wait for that. this to be um, put together and like yeah. up and running. So
1: it's just more kind of convenient. So yeah. having the massage therapist, which we have on the team, personal trainers group instructors nutrition is now kind of the healthy food the goal is to create um, a healthy a convenient fitness and wellness experience for mm-hmm. the entire city and cities alike, essentially. So the goal is to be well rounded with the services instead of just the physical. So
0: yeah, that's yeah. The goal. That's Pretty so soon great. we'll have
1: some psychologists dropping in on people at home. Right. <laughs> we
0: <We're laughs> offer therapy. Therapy.
1: It's all getting dropped off.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I would love that. I like. I'm a big um, advocate for therapy, Absolute and like, if my lonely. therapist came to my house, I'd be like, oh, heck yeah, make like, making
1: dinner, right, make like, you order, <laughs> like you can't never leave. <laughs>
0: yeah just stay here for a little bit Therapist help me likes get their my office, life together right? yeah because they can
1: kick you out like, yeah right, time it's their space <laughs> that's yeah. so funny I'm a, I'm a fan of therapy
0: <laughs> yeah um man what else uh let's talk about you like living in the city and um mm-hmm. getting just what it's like to be because i mean there's a lot of people who are out here trying to get stuff started and it's a it's a big small town a lot of people know mm-hmm. you know each other um, but for people who are just like moving here what is your suggestion to just figuring out because I mean a lot of people think oh I'm going to go to Nashville and do music that's yep. it's music city um, but here you are you're doing you know health and fitness yeah. and wellness something stuff something that Nashville um, wasn't
1: known for yeah but we're becoming known for
0: yeah it. which is great mm-hmm. um, so what's your advice for people moving here and like just getting started in whatever it is that yeah. they they want to do absolutely um,
1: So I'm really big on goal setting. So setting goals, I have a book over here named, sorry, we're in my living room. It's a book called Goals by Brian Tracy. And it just really highlights the importance of goal setting and living intentionally, being very intentional about what you want and putting it out there in the universe, writing it down constantly and making sure that everything that you're doing is Geared toward that goal. So let's say your goal is to move that you're moving from Pittsburgh and your goal is to come to Nashville as a musician That's great. But is there a timestamp to that? Are you giving your time a time limit or are you just coming here and hoping it happens within it just happens in the universe. You should mm-hmm. say no. I have a year and a half, two year time stamp for me to get my first publishing deal. Yeah. In that, okay, cool. That's a great goal. Now let's set three or four more goals right under that goal. Who are the people you need to contact? Who are mm-hmm. the people you need to have coffee with? Who are the people you need to be doing internships for? Who is like so? For me, setting goals is key, but making sure those goals have little branches down on them yeah. that you're just literally you're living in a in this funnel that is strictly leading towards your goal, So any outside influences, any outside just distractions need to be muted. Whether mm-hmm. it's family members, whether it's friends, whether it's a relationship you have with your significant other, mm-hmm. whether it's drugs, whatever you're yeah. doing that's that's causing distraction to so that main goal. Because I haven't met too many people in my life that has literally that have set out for something and they had tunnel vision for that goal and they haven't achieved it. Mm-hmm. I haven't met too I mean there's a lot of musicians I meet here but they're doing a bunch of other things. So for me, it's like, okay, cool. You have tunnel vision, but are you doing everything possible? And when you turn that that switch on in your head or your body, wherever it is, people are unstoppable. People Mm -hmm. don't understand the power and the force they are when they put all their energy, and I'm a big energy person. Mm -hmm. If you put that into something that you love, I am not the fittest guy in the city. I'm not the smartest guy in the city. I'm not (laughs) the biggest hustler in the city, but when I put my energy towards Anything that I want to do, mm-hmm. it happens, and I'm. Yeah. If I can do it, anybody can, and I truly mean that. Like yeah. anybody can do it. So yeah. that, like, I truly believe yeah. in the goal setting mm-hmm. and to make sure that nothing distracts you from that going. Once things start to come in, you'll see those goals slowly not happening the way you want. Things start to dial shift, but if yeah. you stay focused, it will happen that's and that's a freaking promise yeah right? that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just, so
0: passionate. Sorry.
1: That's that's right. when it comes though, to I goals didn't... i'm like because i believe in it yeah. i know where i was at yeah a couple years ago when i first moved there and mm-hmm. i know like i, I have the goals right those are two-year goals mm-hmm. top priority like i keep yeah. goals everywhere because yeah. they are the foundation and they're the like directional peace like because i can get thrown off because i'm eating these so i'm always yeah. like well, yeah, yeah, I'll, take it. I'll do this i'll accept this i'll travel here with you yeah. oh wait now i know i can't go there because yeah. i have to do this or yeah. i can't date that person because i'm so on this mm-hmm. right now like it's just it yeah. nothing becomes like and then all of a sudden it becomes like this is what everything's just invested in it and you just you win it yeah. happens for you because you put everything and the universe rewards you for mm-hmm. that i believe that every mm-hmm. single time same so, and
0: right. i i love that i love i mean I love that even like you're saying, like, I can't, you know, date this person or I can't go to this place because it's so easy to get distracted. And especially when you're going towards a goal and things aren't working out, you know, there's always those low moments where it's so easy to get distracted mm-hmm. with things. Um, and I've been guilty of it multiple times. Yeah. And so it's like recognizing that and not giving into that, mm. I think, is such a huge Part of all of it, evaluation. Um, Yeah, and it and it comes back down Mm -hmm. to yeah, like having the goals and like reevaluating your game plan and and the people around you. It's important because
1: people that don't Mm -hmm. understand your goals fully will allow you to Mm -hmm. slip back. People that you told do not allow me to slip. This is my goal. This is uh, this is what I want my life to be about. If you see me slipping, make sure you tell me. Those people are the ones you need because they'll see it and I'll be like, hey, do you remember you told me? And I'll be like, okay, yeah. cool, I'm back on this. Yeah. So making sure that you're surrounding yourself around people that yeah. understand it and feel it and believe mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's so important, man. And that was yeah. my family for me. Yeah. yeah I so. love that.
0: Same. My my family gives me a lot of space to figure things out on my yeah. own. But like they'll they'll push me when I need to be pushed. And yeah. I always have to, you know, get that whole like daughter mindset mm-hmm. like, okay stop being like a, a daughter right now I yeah. know that like they they want you to do well and like they're trying to push you to help you get things moving Absolutely. um can we let's talk about like <clears throat> can you talk about like just a moment and in whatever moment you want mm-hmm. um where it was really really hard to um overcome it and and just kind of like can you talk us through, like, what you did? Do you did want that and, to like, be
1: business or just like Whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Whatever. Whatever yeah, it is.
1: So, um, mm-hmm. growing up, I mean, still now, I'm surprised it's not coming out more in this interview, but I have a really, really, really bad stuttering problem. So, all through middle school, through high school, I really, like, I would always tell my mom, please call the teacher. Do not have her make me read out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, things like that, Was just like, I got teased for it, and I, I was never yeah. a chump where, like, this person that got... <laughs> picked on as silly but I would get like snorks and things like that mm-hmm. when I would read out loud and it would just make me so insecure mm-hmm. that just through mm-hmm. high school and you know, I would got to college so for me I wouldn't speak um, I wouldn't do any public speaking I was a point guard on my basketball team I would always ask my coach to put up the non sign so I wouldn't have to say it because I just couldn't yeah. like I, uh, 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 like it was so bad mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I went to speech therapy. Um, I started doing these um, like small public speaking events where I would go challenge myself and I did horribly like horribly the sweats like constantly I did things like Family Feud to kind of help me like because I started on that as well but it's just like a constant struggle but I've now gotten to the point where I'm able to go up and speak in front of colleges college Mm -hmm. students entrepreneurs I'm able to go speak in front of my team without being nervous or yeah. anything i'm able to do things like this so yeah. but for a long time in my life i would avoid going places i would avoid talking to people talking to girls talking to anything like that because i couldn't really talk the way i wanted to so yeah. i didn't know when it was gonna pop up so i'm like i'm not about to go talk to a girl i want to be like I, I, yeah I, 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 and then go walk away and I'm like oh my god i'm gonna just write it down
0: Take those dope. notes. Right? It's like, no, all cute. when notes it's were so cool. Cute. I'm 30, yeah. so that's
1: when notes were notes were okay at the time. Now it's like <laughs> I can't use notes, so I have to be able to talk to her. So so I couldn't let that cripple me anymore because yeah. it was definitely a, a crutch for yeah. sure and it took me out of a lot of situations that I probably shouldn't have been taken out of, but now yeah. it's it's under control a little bit and it's something I definitely look back on and be like, "Damn, like that was such a like hard thing." But yeah. I'm like, I like like I don't notice it as much anymore. Until mm-hmm. like something, and I'm like, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but for the most yeah. part, it's like gone. But yeah, that's yeah. one thing. Let me see. There's probably another thing. So I would say um, when when starting City Fit, I expanded to Raleigh and Atlanta were the first two cities. I expanded to, and then I was so excited. They went well. I thought the operations was running well. Financially, we were good. So I went to New Orleans and tried to expand a brand there and had a manager there in the city and thought things were going amazingly, and then it just crumbled in my face. It was a lot of money lost there, a lot of relationships lost there, a lot of promises that were made that just wasn't fulfilled because of just... What we were doing on our end, so that's something that failed, literally mm-hmm. just failed. But it taught me a great learning lesson. So yeah. just like the stuttering thing, it allowed me to kind of evaluate it, hurt a little bit, evaluate it, and realize like, okay, how can I use this as a kind of stepping stone for the next thing that I'm doing? Because yeah. I know I messed up. I know it. It just it it didn't go the way I wanted it to, but how can I grow from it and learn from it? So that's another thing more recent that is something that's kind of like weighed on me but I've learned from it and yeah. keep it moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that like you said too like you learn from it and I think that when you look back at things um, that didn't work out the way that they should have um, there's and I've done this before too where it's just like oh like It just wasn't meant to be. But Mm -hmm. like when you look back and you really think like, okay, was I really prepared or was I, Mm. what, what part did I play Mm -hmm. in this not working out? Um, And that's not to like, you know, blame yourself. It's just to kind of like evaluate and get, you know, yeah. And like own up to it and, and also learn from it. Cause I think unless you really like, (laughs) unless you really, you know, think something through like that, um, you don't learn from it. If you just kind of push it aside and like ignore it
1: um that's every situation i mean that's been me in relationships like dealing with females in my life like understanding okay in this relationship she messed up a little bit but i definitely was part of the reason so like taking that into the next situation or even <laughs> giving yourself time to heal like okay yeah evaluating like okay that last relationship i did this i said some things i may have not been a supporter, whatever it was, whoever did what essentially recognizing that so that when you're moving on to that next situation, it's like boom, like I already know yeah. this is who I am, this is who I am. I need to adjust these things or at least be with somebody that can accept these things. The same kind So anyway, so I think the evaluation is so key. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Wow, well, um, is there anything else that I haven't like touched on that you want to talk about? Um I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff. There's like a lot of really cool things that you're doing so I don't want to miss anything.
1: No, no, no. no. I'm just a big fan. Um, Just if anybody needs any... I'm a big fan of knowing exactly what motivates you. So a lot of people can wake up day by day by day and not really know one or two things they can think about, somebody they can call, something they can do that automatically gets them in the mood to work. Mm -hmm. It's like not coffee, something natural. Something that could just... And for me, it's growth. So for me, I live in a place where I can see growth. I'm around people, younger people that I see are growing and becoming better people. I'm growing myself, so I'm constantly reading, adding value to myself, and that excites me. It excites me when I know that mentally I'm stimulating myself and becoming a better man, when I'm helping people that are working for, I don't even say working for me, working with me as team members. I'm helping them become better people in whatever craft they're trying to do. Um, And just the city as a whole just growing and motivates me because I know that Um, there's going to be more and more and more opportunity because of how much the city is growing. So that only excites me. It makes me want to go harder to make sure that I can snatch up everything that's (laughs) happening. Even if I can, I know there's going to be enough for everybody because the city is growing. So that's even more exciting. So growth, growth, growth is something that motivates me. I challenge everybody out there to kind of find things that motivate them so they can turn on that switch anytime they like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. 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 Man, do you have? I mean, I feel like you've just been like yeah, I spitting motivation oh, yeah, I this the whole time. Mm-hmm. I usually like close out with like oh, whatever your words, like your final words are to like yeah. motivate somebody. Um, you've been doing that this whole time. You <laughs> I can <laughs> do
1: some final words.
0: Yeah, if you can, if you can come up with some some final stuff. Um, before we do that though. Um, <clears throat> where, when, if people want to like sign up for any of mm-hmm. your classes, if people want to be a part of what you guys are doing, um, where, yeah. where where do people do that? Absolutely. So, guys,
1: that? we have a City Fit concierge app that is downloadable. <laughs> On the app market, you could be on Android. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Android (laughs) and/or Apple. You can download it, guys, free of charge. When you get on the app, it gives you an entire list of our 200 classes that we do throughout the month, guys. It also allows you to book a massage training, a massage session, a personal training session, even a session with a nutritionist, guys. So we wanna make it as convenient as possible for you to receive these services. So, and again, we deliver the services directly to your doorstep. (laughs) oh and instagram city fit concierge
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. be sure to follow him on instagram Mm because he does motivate and he posts you guys post like workouts and stuff too and yeah you get to see other people um exercising getting motivated it helps you with I mean it helps me anyway when I see other people <laughs> yeah, like exercising yeah, like dang I gotta get in I gotta get exactly. in there
1: and do and, that. And again, we don't care where you work out <laughs> as you can work out with us, you can work out with Orange Theory, you can work out with a yoga studio as long as you're getting active and pushing yourself. Again, there is more than enough people to go around in the city that we just want to see you active. There's more than enough gyms to go around that you have no excuse to not get busy. So <laughs> take care of the star player first, which is you. You can't serve anybody else until you first take care of yourself and then that'll leave you prepared to kind of help everybody else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're all good. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor to do your final, oh, final. your your final, final words and thoughts to everybody. So I'm ready, yeah. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek
1: Guys, so my final thought and my final just um, advice to you guys is to understand and to very clearly define your why and your purpose, your purpose for just being here on earth. Like, why are you here? A lot of people walk around day-to-day guys and really just are walking around, not waking up, thinking, using their mind, using the God-given kind of thoughts that he's giving you. Like, why are you here on a day-to-day? If you create a bigger purpose for your life and you understand that why... Again, like I said, with goal setting, your days, your months, your years will be, it will feel like there's there's something behind it. It's for something. So create a purpose and a why for your life. Why are you doing it? For me, mine is generational wealth. Taking my family, because my family is not by any means poor, but my dad did take us from lower class to middle class. So for me, my why, my purpose, why I go so hard, why I push myself is for generational wealth. It allows me to take my family, not just my mom, my dad, my sisters, but the family I'm going to create, the family my sisters create, the family my cousins create, and take us from the next level all the way up to where I think that we should be true kings. So <laughs> that's it guys. Find your purpose and find your why.
0: Yeah. Yep. Thank you again so You're much welcome. for being here. Um I loved having you. I love being able to sit down and talk about all of this with you. You're just as motivating in person and on this podcast, as you are on Instagram,
1: I try not to. I try not to leave one kind of unbalanced. Like, here right. yeah, a lot of people you meet, they're not the same person on the gram that they are in person. So,
0: yeah, so yeah,
1: it's, it real. it's real. <laughs> it's real. It's real. Right.
0: Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Be sure you go out and follow Derek Body by Billups.
1: Body by Billups.
0: Yeah, let's
1: do it. Appreciate you guys so much.
0: Bye. See you
1: later.